For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone, a lot to get to on this week's show. We'll recap uh, the ACC slate from last week, specifically the uh, Tobacco Road game teams, though the games that involve Tobacco Road schools, of course. We'll look ahead to uh, to this week's games that involve Tobacco Road schools and give you the best bets uh, in the ACC this weekend. But to, uh, to start out, of course, we had a matchup of Tobacco Road schools on Saturday night with Wake Forest and NC State, uh, really a terrific game. One of the, the better games I've seen this season just in terms of entertainment value, 45-42. to 42. Uh, Truly was a back-and-forth affair, minus the slow start that uh, that Wake Forest got off to when they fell behind 14-0, uh, but they rallied pretty quickly. It was a tie game at halftime, tie game uh, going into the fourth quarter as well. Uh, but the thing that obviously stands out, I think, to most is, is NC State's offense. First game with new offensive coordinator, Coach Beck, uh, they put up 45 points. So a really uh, impressive performance by the Wolfpack. Bailey Hockman in his first ever start. It was not known that Hockman was going to be the starter uh, until uh, just moments, uh, really uh, probably 30 minutes before kickoff. Uh, it had been believed that uh, Leary, Devin Leary, would be the starting quarterback, uh, but that ended up changing as he had uh, missed some time due to contact tracing uh, but Hockman goes for 191 yards complete 16 to 23 a touchdown an interception also rushed for 30 yards and a touchdown so for a guy that uh, wasn't really expected to be the starter you know Bailey Hockman performed pretty well thrown into a pretty tough spot against a, a rival school but the most impressive part without question was the NC State backfield five different guys carried the rock they rushed for 270 yards on 49 carries. Uh, they are over twice as many rush attempts as pass attempts. They put up 270 yards on the ground and had four touchdowns. Uh, three guys with 50 yards or more. Ricky Person Jr., 14 carries, 99 yards and a couple touchdowns. Zonovan Knight, 11 carries, 97 yards and a touchdown. And then Jordan Houston had 12 carries for 54 yards so really impressive performance by that NC State backfield and I think it it solidifies that NC State that they may not in terms of like overall talent and most talented they may not have the most talented backfield 
But I think it's solidified even after one game that they probably have the deepest backfield in the ACC. And I think this is an AC and NC State team because of their offense and their rushing attack. Uh, they can maybe catch some teams by surprise. I, I said that after the media vote when they were voted like 11th uh, in the preseason standings that I thought they could outperform that. And I thought they were probably a top eight team in the ACC. I feel even better about saying that after watching them on Saturday night. But but obviously the defense has to get better. Uh, you, you can't give up 42 points or expect your offense to score 45 points week in and week out necessarily. So uh, the defense certainly has to improve for NC State. Uh, they gave up, you know, 100. And they gave up, you know, close to 400 yards of offense, or right there at 400 yards of offense to Wake Forest. Uh, they gave up 131 yards on the ground to Kenneth Walker the third. He had three touchdowns, almost five yards per carry. Sam Hartman completed 23 of 36 for 236 and a touchdown. So uh, the defense certainly has to get better for NC State. I don't think there's uh, there's any question about that but you have to be you have to like what you saw at least offensively from the uh, from the wolf pack and, and it sets up what's going to be a very interesting matchup on saturday night in blacksburg is the wolf pack are a seven point underdog heading into that game against virginia tech and, and coach fuente whether this is gamesmanship from the Hokies or if it's legit and keep in mind virginia tech did have to postpone their game with virginia in the opening week because of contact tracing. Uh, but Coach Fuente saying he doesn't think he's going to have a full roster when they take on NC State Saturday night. Now, maybe, like I said, maybe that's some gamesmanship. Maybe he's just trying to set the Wolf back up uh, to dupe him. Um, but either way, if you're NC State, you have to expect that Hendon Hooker is going to be the starting quarterback for the Hokies on, uh, on Saturday night. Uh, you do have some film to look at for him from uh, from last year so that is one thing that the Wolfpack do have going for them it's going to be a new uh new defensive coordinator for the Hokies so that that's going to be interesting not the same Bud Foster defense exactly and and I think it's fair to say the Wolfpack defense is going to have to perform better on Saturday night in Blacksburg if they want to win that game it it would not be wise for the the Wolfpack offense to just expect to go into Blacksburg and score 45 points that their defense I think is certainly going to have to play better I don't I don't think there's any question about that we'll get into to picking that game uh, later in the uh, the podcast but those are just the initial thoughts of that matchup going into it on Saturday night uh, Wake Forest was supposed to play Notre Dame on Saturday but that game has now been postponed back to December 12th because of a, um, a contact tracing with with Notre Dame. I think they had seven players test positive uh, or something to that effect. So that game has been pushed back to December 12th. That could benefit Wake Forest a great deal for a number of reasons. One, for ticket sales for that game, because uh, Governor Cooper earlier this week did announce that the North Carolina schools could have 7% attendance at their stadiums starting October 2nd. So if that goes well, you would expect, you know, November, that number goes back up, goes up maybe a little more. And then by December, you're talking about maybe up, maybe up to 25% or more in the stands for that for that game, potentially. Uh, so maybe some optimism there for Wake Forest and a big win in terms of ticket sales, if nothing, le- nothing else. And we had talked about how difficult Wake's schedule had been so far. Well, now they get a week off to kind of correct some things after starting 0-2. And then they get to play Campbell next week. So, 
couple weeks to kind of correct some things for the Demon Deacons. Uh, could be kind of a quiet victory uh, in terms of all this. You, of course, feel bad for the Wake Forest kids and wish them nothing but, uh, but health. Uh, but this could be a good thing and kind of a blessing in disguise uh, for the Demon Deacons as they, uh, as they look ahead down the road in their, uh, in their schedule. Uh, Duke also played on Saturday, and it, it did not go well for the Blue Devils. <laughs> not the kind of performance they wanted on the ro- uh, at home against Boston College. Uh, just completely outmanned. Phil Jerkovich for uh, for Boston College threw for over threw for three hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. Zay Flowers, hundred sixty two yards receiving and a touchdown. And, and the Blue Devils turned it over five times. Um, you just flat out cannot expect to win a game when you lose the turnover battle. Five to one. It's just not going to happen very often. Coach Cutcliffe earlier this week saying, you know, pretty much took it on himself, saying the team just has to play better. And there, there's not a ton more that you can necessarily say about it. Like they, they just weren't. It, it just wasn't. This wasn't the same Duke team we saw against Notre Dame the week before, where they put up a pretty solid effort to stay in that game against the Irish. This team just fell flat on their face on uh, on Saturday and, and it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back against Virginia uh, this week because it's a Virginia team that it, it's a very it's a, the exact same situation for Duke in the terms of they're playing a team that has not played a game yet Duke has now played a couple games so there's two games of film out there for Virginia to study and, and it puts the Blue Devils in a really tough spot going into that game against uh, against UVA on Saturday. Uh, UNC was supposed to play Saturday. That game, of course, canceled against Charlotte uh, due to uh, due to COVID with uh, the Niners. Uh, they, they, were, they basically wouldn't have had an offensive line if they tried to play that game. So North Carolina is off again this week. So they get two weeks off after winning their first game uh, against Syracuse. You, you wonder a little bit about building continuity. If you're the Tar Heels, I think that would maybe be the concern. Uh, but you do get to watch Boston College a couple times, which is your next opponent on October the 3rd. So that could be an advantage for the Heels in terms of getting to sit and watch them and have a couple games of tape to uh, to look at and prep for that Boston College team, which could be a, a very difficult challenge on the road. Uh, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, the first Saturday of October for uh, for UNC. Uh, just a couple quick reactions to some of the other games in the ACC Saturday, Notre Dame, uh, they they turned they got to form. I felt like that was that's the Notre Dame that I was kind of expecting to see this season. Really good on the ground. Didn't ask Ian Book to do a ton. Defense was dominant. Blowout performance by uh, by Notre Dame on Saturday. Uh, UCF Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. I, like I said, against the Florida State, the Florida State game. I, I thought it was a nice win. But maybe a, a little overreaction to that from uh, some of the <laughs> some of the a- other ACC fan bases in terms of how good Georgia Tech actually is. I still think there's a lot of improvement to be made there for the Yellow Jackets, and that showed against uh, UCF on Saturday. Uh, the Miami and Louisville game. I'll be the first to admit I was not on the Miami train uh, after the performance Saturday night from Derek King. Uh, and the rest of the Hurricanes, I'm on board. Uh, 47-34 victory. They were dominant, really pretty much beginning to end in that contest. It, it really was never 
that close of a game. It was pretty much a two-score game throughout. Uh, so I, I think this Miami team, uh, they, they now have an X-factor at quarterback with Derek King. And I think that's a, that's a big thing and kind of a scary thing uh, for this Hurricanes team going forward. Uh, and, and then for Pittsburgh on Saturday, I mean, Kenny Pickett continues to look good at quarterback, but they didn't put up a ton of points against Syracuse. So wondering how good this Pitt offense is, uh, particularly with a matchup against Louisville coming up on Saturday, where I think they're going to have to score more than uh, than 21 points. Uh, coming up this uh, this week, so I think that will be uh, interesting to watch uh, for uh, for for Pittsburgh uh, coming up this Saturday. As we mentioned, the uh, the week for the this week's uh, ACC slate, we're going to give the uh, the best bets for that uh, this week, and, and it's a week that I, I really like uh, a lot of the games and a lot of the matchups this week in terms of the bet availability that's out there like I'll, I'll start with NC State Virginia Tech as we touched on the Hokies have mentioned themselves coach Fuente that they may not have the full roster uh, either way it's Virginia Tech's first game so I feel like there's going to be some chinks and some bumps in the road uh, and them being a seven point favorite I feel like it's too much. I, I would take NC State here with the points at plus seven. I would still probably, if you're looking money line, would probably still take the Hokies to win this game outright. But I, I think seven points is probably too much in this spot. NC State has an offense that they believe in and trust in and has already put up 45 points so far this season. So I think the Wolfpack are confident on that side of the ball. Uh, they need to get better defensively, obviously, but... I, I think seven points is uh, is too much for Virginia Tech in uh, in this spot uh, so far this season. Uh, the Louisville Pittsburgh game is an interesting one for me. Pitt is a three point favorite. I, this one I, I would not touch the line I, I, until live. Um, here's why: I'm not sold on Pitt's offense, and I'm not sold on Louisville's defense. And, and one of those things for the other team, for one of these teams to win is going to have to perform. Uh, Louisville's defense is either going to have to get some stops and Pitt's offense not not be, not be play very well. Uh, or Louisville's defense, excuse me, is going to have to get some stops and Pitt's offense not play well for Louisville to win. Uh, for Pitt to win, I feel like their offense is going to have to score some points. I don't think their defense is just going to snuff out a pretty good Louisville offense. So this is one where Pitt's a three-point favorite I honestly would just wait and see what maybe the line is after the first quarter and how this uh, how this game is trending to this point. I'll pick Pitt to win the game. I'm not taking them with the spread necessarily, but outright, I do think Pitt wins the game because I think their defense will just get more stops, and I don't necessarily buy into the Cardinals' defense so far uh, this season. Uh, Georgia Tech-Syracuse on Saturday. Uh, the Jackets are an eight-point favorite despite getting mauled last Saturday uh, against UCF. This is a Syracuse team that's 0-2. They know they need a win if they want to turn the season around, so I think eight points is too much. I do like Georgia Tech outright, uh, but I would probably take the spread with, uh, with Syracuse plus eight in this spot because Syracuse knows they need a win. And I just don't think Georgia Tech is uh, is good enough necessarily to be an eight-point favorite on the road uh, to this point. 
Tobacco Road action, Duke on the road at Virginia Saturday. The Blue Devils, of course, 0-2. UVA a five-point favorite in this matchup. Uh, Coach Mendenhall has turned Virginia into a really good defensive team since he's got there. That's something that has continued to play well. He's put a few NFL, put a few guys in the NFL since getting to Virginia. Um, and I like what he's done defensively. I don't know a ton about Virginia's offense to this point. I don't know how great they're going to be offensively. But I do know this. In spots so far this season, and we haven't had a ton of them yet, but in spots so far this season where a team has not played and they're going up against a team that has played, that team, at least in the ACC, that has not played so far has fared better. And I think is even maybe undefeated to this point at least in terms of ACC head-to-head action. So I would take Virginia, the minus five here, the way Duke has struggled so far. I just think the Blue Devils are in a really tough spot going into this game on Saturday. Boston College at home against Texas State. Uh, The Eagles are an 18-point favorite, and I would take Boston College with the points here. Uh, Texas State, not a great offensive team. Their quarterback, uh, Tyler Vitt, has just thrown for a little over 200 yards a game so far this season. They're one and two. Uh, they haven't. They don't necessarily have a dominant rushing attack as well. They're having to make the long trip to Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. I really liked what I saw from Boston College last week. I would expect them to win this game pretty easily by three to four scores. So I would take the Eagles minus 18. And then Florida State, Miami Saturday night, the rivalry game in Hard Rock Stadium. it's a rivalry game you never know what to expect again you never know what to expect Mike Norville is not coaching for Florida State it's a Florida State team that I feel like even off a bye week is still very much trying to figure out who they are Miami at least seems to have a a semblance and recognition of who they are and with Derek King at quarterback They seem to have a very profound, solid leader that they buy into and believe in. And for that reason, I'm going to go Hurricanes minus 11 in this spot. Now, of all the bets I've laid out there, if I was going to be wrong, this one would surprise me the least because, like I've said, it's a rivalry game. You never know (laughs) what's going to happen in these spots. But I do like Miami to win that game on Saturday night with the points uh, minus 11. I do expect Florida State to look better than they did against Georgia Tech, but I think eventually Miami is just going to wear them out and be too much as that game goes on. So that'll do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. As always, you can get it wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, or anywhere that podcasts avail- are available. Please subscribe, uh, download, also uh, rate and review as well. Make sure you tune back in next week for Believe in Tobacco Road. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.